0: welcome to it's a good day podcast we are three friends who love to laugh and believe that through jesus even the tough seasons are good
1: you never know what will happen on our show but we hope you will join us as we find the good in every day
2: how often are you with like just her does that happen very often? Some, yeah. Like, I'll take her. I don't leave her very often at all. So uh-huh. she's pretty much always with me. Yeah. So
1: fun. But, but like,
2: on Sunday, I left her with Christian and took Zoe instead grocery shopping. And oh, nice. Day. I'm not often just with Zoe. I'm often yes. just with her. Okay. Or just with Champion. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zoe's got the middle mm-hmm. child mm-hmm. stuff uh,
0: going on. right. Yeah. But know, she's that- feisty,
2: so she doesn't let it bother her too much. Like, she'll...
0: Yeah, that would be yeah. harder too with having because two they're only 11 eleven and a half months
2: apart. Right, they're kind of lumped in as the right, and they're two the girls,
0: girls. Where like, because I have the two older boys and Evelyn, so Evelyn's the younger. So for that reason too. But I feel like even if she was a middle child, it wouldn't feel even that way because she's like my only girl. So she goes around where like I can see where if your middle child is a girl and your youngest is a girl. Like, I can see how they'd both be. Right. Just either always together or take the younger. Yeah.
2: They are, they are most...
0: They're a lot together. But. Yeah. My boys are always... I'm sure it'll always, be fun. Like, my boys have the same bedtime. Like, my like always, when they were little, even though Aiden was the oldest, it was harder to be like, well, you're the oldest, so you get to stay up later. Like, they are two years apart. But still, like, it's the boys. Like, the boys both go to a cousin's house or are they both stay home or they both uh-huh. go with me or they both... Yeah. So... Yeah. That's interesting. Does...
1: Brain. Your next sibling is... How old? I mean, he's a boy so sometimes maybe it's that's a different. Boy.
2: But. He is three and a bit years younger. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, he's... It's so hard. Once you get old enough that, like, <laughs> you're all adults, Yeah, it kind of just blends, I think. For uh-huh. me, I'm like... Uh... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he's 34. Yeah.
1: And so then it's, yeah, it's a little bit different than just being, Yeah, like, it's how August and I are farther apart. And so it's not, I don't know, we didn't do the same or have the right. same things. like, mm-hmm. we kind of, yeah, yeah. it right. was more separate where yeah. like your it's, girls it's, will be more like.
2: It's right. me and then it's my brothers are a grouping and then my sisters are a grouping. And fortunately, my mom and I get along really great. So we're our own. Yeah. Grouping. So yeah. my dad kind of flips in without, with, he yeah. likes to be alone. So he's probably. <laughs> Yeah, you and
1: your mom were always pretty close, pretty good friends. And you still are, right? Yep. That's so fun. So nice. I love it. Well, tell us a little bit about you. We're so happy that you're here. And August and Wendy are both here with me today. And yes. Elizabeth brought her beautiful daughter, Zamira. that's the coolest name Mm -hmm. how did you decide on her name
2: how did we decide well I wanted to decide on names way early when I was pregnant with her and um, my husband didn't want to worry about (laughs) names until the very end so I was like okay listen we need we didn't find out if she was a boy or a girl so it was like down to like the last month and I was like okay listen if we don't decide on two names before I go into labor, whoever is the nicest nurse that is a girl is gonna be who gets oh, the name <laughs> the, oh, the, the baby. So we gotta pick a name that we like, or whoever's there. I'm probably gonna be like, okay, sure, you can have a turn to name her. Or so well, we looked at great. names, and we, I have like all kinds of names, and they weren't any that we agreed on. So then, so then, he we have Zoe, which is a Z name. And then immediately when he was like, okay, fine, I'll look up names. So then he immediately went to the Zs and looked up all the names. And they were all, like, unusual. Just all unusual. <laughs> <laughs> or all, like, instead of, like, Sarah, just add a Z instead and call her Zara. Like, I'm like, <laughs> that's just, like, copping out and just switching a letter out. Yes. Elizabeth. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Elizabeth. Zendi. So we were looking
2: through, and we wanted... Well, the other two names were meaningful, so we're like, well, I'm not going to just pick, like, one that just means fingertip or something like that, because that's just silly. If you've got (laughs) Champion and you've got Zoe, that we thought out really carefully what we wanted to name them and wanted it to matter and have, like, identity mixed in with with what we were wanting to claim over them. So then we were looking through and looking through, and then we came upon Zamira, and we didn't even know how to pronounce it when we found it, but it means joyous song and oh, man, I'm going to get emotional now. That's okay. And then, um, yeah, I just loved it right away. And then we're like, oh, great, now we have to figure out how to say this name. Because we like this name. So, you know, when you go to YouTube, you can, like, get pronunciation. So we yes. got the pronunciation. And you can say it a whole bunch of ways, but we settled on the one we liked, which seems to be the hardest for everyone to remember. But we figured since we could say since we got to choose you, we can everyone else can just figure it out. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Yes. So Yeah, we decided on Valentine's Day. And then she was born. Like the next yeah. day, at two in the morning.
1: <laughs> she was just waiting yeah, for She was just
2: waiting. We're like, well, she just was waiting till we had a name, and then
1: <laughs> It's good.
2: Okay. Then we would. Yeah, then she'd be born.
1: That's great. So you have um Yeah, you've mentioned each of their names, so you have three children. I have three
2: children here, and they're, well, a month away from being six, really. Yeah. And 19 months, and she's almost eight months. Wow. She shouldn't be that big yet. She's seven months.
1: Yeah.
2: And Champion, Zoe, and Zamira, which I always mix up the girls' names and call them each other's names um, yeah yeah Yeah. but
1: I do that with I just have one and I do it with you know their cousins names or whatever so mm -hmm. (laughs) it's understandable and you're married to to my brother
2: brother. (laughs) and August's brother yes (laughs) for almost seven years
3: that's awesome seven years yeah wow that's crazy I've almost been married for three years which is crazy coming up in
0: five here pretty soon. <laughs> okay, so Elizabeth, what are some of your hobbies? What are you passionate about?
2: Well, my hobbies aren't necessarily my passion, I wouldn't <laughs> say, but I, um, I'm passionate about my family and homeschooling and the Lord and worship, although I don't sing well or play any instruments, but my kids and I put on YouTube worship videos and sing really loudly and dance around the liver, I love it. that yeah. kind of thing and I like to do knitting and baking and but I wouldn't say I'm passionate about it like I right. separate those two out yeah but I yep. yeah, like yeah you do like, some really cool stuff yeah if I'm just waiting for the Lord to heal my arm again and then I'll be knitting quicker but
1: Yeah, it's hard to do when something you love to do,
0: hurts. like, it's hurting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so for real, yes, she does. She knits a lot of things, and I would love to hear. I don't even know if I know, like, when did you first, like, have you been doing that since you were, like, a little girl? Like, as long as I've known you, you pretty much always When I was a little
2: girl, um, a relative of mine always knit us sweaters and I just thought it was super cool and when I was about seven I was like okay I'm gonna figure out how to do that so I tried to figure it out on my own (laughs) I got some chopsticks and some yarn and made a thoroughly big mess and then I pretty much um everyone that I knew that could knit I pretty much bugged them until (laughs) one of them gave in. I was like okay fine And taught you you." um I don't even know what the exact relationship is but my grandpa has Relatives that live in New Zealand, and they came to visit, and she was the one that actually knit the sweaters. So she sat okay. down with me very patiently and taught me how to knit, and then I've just been doing it ever since. That's the that coolest thing. My first scarf was <laughs> very funny looking, but I was so proud of it. Oh my! And then, yep. Yeah. Do you still have it? No, I don't <laughs> have it anymore. But it started off with about ten stitches and it ended up with about a hundred so it kind of it, That's it great. was a learning curve yeah and then
3: it was one of a triangle
1: scarf you know it was yeah <laughs> unintentionally unintentionally
2: and then yeah knitting is just something i enjoy doing and mm-hmm.
3: yeah like she can make like she's made like bear, like little stuffed animals and scarves and hats and sweaters and dresses, like Dress like, yeah, like for her little girls. Aww. That's true. Yeah. I did. Fun.
1: In fact, our little recorders, socks, our little recorders, yes. are kept in the little things that she knit for yes. them. Yeah,
2: we're right little pouches. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You're with us every episode. Every, yeah. <laughs> yes, a you little do. piece of Elizabeth is with us.
1: <laughs> you didn't even know.
2: <laughs> My husband occasionally will put in requests, but I just like to make whatever it is that I want to in the moment. And he'll mm-hmm. say, can you make me a pair of mittens? And I'll be like, I don't really want to work on mittens right now. And then it'll be like a year later and he'll get them.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Are you the kind of person who like you have one project and you start to finish it? Or do you have a bunch at a time? Or how is that? I feel like everybody's different uh, when it comes to, you
2: know, personality. I'm monogamous in my knitting. <laughs> That's, um, I am both. Just I usually, yeah. Sometimes I'll, if I have a deadline, like I'm going to make a baby hat by the end of the week or something like that, then I'll just go at it and finish it. And I'm working on a cardigan that's taking forever because it's in lace weight, which is not very
1: what, thick. What it's does like that It's like really,
2: really thin yarn
1: oh. and really, really
2: small needles. But mm. when it's done, it will be awesome.
1: So it's kind of delicate. To me at least.
2: <laughs> oh, I love it.
1: Oh,
3: I'm sure.
2: But. So cool. It's cool yeah do you sell any of your stuff i don't it takes me so long to finish it that i did at one point but it didn't end up being economical for right.
3: me right because um, it's like it would the hours that you put into it is not really like you're not going to get what it's worth right so it's almost like what's the point yeah. with
0: sewing
2: yeah, with yeah. knitting. Yeah. You
0: would think that knitting would... Oh, with knitting, you're saying. Right. Sewing
2: oh. would be faster Crocheting. Right, that's what I thought
0: you were... I thought that's what she was thinking. No, saying. with well, so like,
3: many. Wow, I would have thought the opposite. With so many hours. <laughs> so many. <laughs> it sounded like I said sewing. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs>
1: well, you know. <laughs> All right, well, let's go back to, you know, I love you hearing about your hobby. That's really fun, but... Let's go back to what you're passionate about. And you said, you know, your family and your children and tell us, tell us a little more about that. I know that some of, some of that goes into, you mentioned, um, that you have three children here. I do
2: have three children. And I know
1: that goes into kind of some of the hard parts of your life. Can you tell us a little about that?
2: About the hard parts of my life? Um, well, we had Champion and everything went well, I had got pregnant really easily, the end was, I had uh, I can't think of what the condition is, I had high blood pressure and so I had to be on bed rest for three weeks which I thought was a hard thing until I got pregnant again five, after he was born five months later I got pregnant again, and then I was probably about eight weeks pregnant, and I just started bleeding spontaneously, and I knew something was wrong. So I prayed. I was like, "Lord, please don't let me lose this baby," because I just always wanted to be a mom, and I didn't want to lose any. No one wants to lose babies, like (laughs) right. But I'd heard about other people having miscarriages, and I thought, "Oh well, that's really hard." I have no idea what that's like but that's really hard i'm sorry for you and then after experiencing it yourself you definitely have a different feeling about it so i prayed about like i prayed i was like lord please i've heard like you know people say like they prayed and then everything was fine and i was spotting for a week and then i was like okay i need to go to the doctor and I went to the doctor and they're like oh you're fine go home just you know this is normal and then i lost that baby actually a week ago No, five years ago at the end of this week, I'll have lost that baby. And when we were, we were going, I'm Canadian. So we go up to Canada to visit my family for Canadian Thanksgiving. So we were driving up and I just knew something was not right. And that was beyond my control. And we were driving up and there's a certain spot on the 401 that Christian just always has had a connection with the Lord along there. He's just always praised during that space of time. And so I was, I didn't realize, but I was already laboring and getting ready to lose this baby as we were driving. And, um, then we, uh, when he was praying, the Lord gave him a name for the baby as we were going. And then we stopped and I went into a gas station and I lost the baby in the gas station bathroom, which is just really hard because your body even though the baby was about the size of a walnut, your body still goes into quite a lot of,
0: mm-hmm.
2: goes through a lot. And mm-hmm. during that time that I, I was one of the few times that I felt the most peaceful and the closest to the Lord, I went into that, that bathroom and it was just, I was just in a bubble of God's presence. Mm-hmm. And I used the entire of toilet paper they had there. Mm-hmm. And um, then when I came out, I sat down and I looked at Christian and I was like, okay, um, so what are we naming this baby? And he just turned to me and was like, well, while we were driving, the Lord gave me the name Leanne. So we were like, well, if the Lord gave us the name Leanne, then probably it's a girl baby in (laughs) heaven. So then, um, yeah, so then we just got in the car and we went, we was like, well, should we go to the hospital? Like, what do we do? And I just said, no, just take me up to my parents' house and... Then we went up there and we had Thanksgiving and I just laid on the couch and recovered. And then, yeah, I'd, I had, like, Zamira, like, we picked the name, and like, okay, now how are we going to, I mean, it's not that a complicated name, but we just figured out a spelling and <laughs> decided, like you would with deciding any baby's name, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then um, we gave her a middle name of Taylor because... Christian as a Taylor guitar, and he always joked that he would want to name a girl Taylor someday. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, but then we every time we drive up since then we end up stopping at that gas station, and the cool thing is that when I was in there, it was like I was in a bubble of God's presence. So I can go back there, and I don't, I don't have any like weird emotions. It's, it's not like traumatizing. On, it's more special. on the highway. Is it special or no? Like, is it like? No, but it was special that I just felt God's presence while all that was happening, and then after that, I was pretty much depressed for like the next almost year. It was just really hard because we just wanted the we wanted the baby, and she, she was in heaven. And then you're just it was just really hard because you are missing out on a whole life that's in heaven that I don't get to experience here,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but um, man, you really timed having me come for, <laughs> yeah. for this. Yeah every, yeah, every year on um, like the week of the 10th of October, it's just a little harder because that's when she went to heaven. Yep. And then um, after that, my thyroid stopped working, so I was exhausted and I was depressed because everyone else When you're not having a baby and you want to be having a baby, it seems like the whole rest of the world is pregnant or celebrating something, which isn't true. It's just, you just feel that way when you're just having a hard time. And then I didn't know that, what to do. And then I went to a conference that they had in Constableville. And I was just like, Lord, you just have to do something because I am just crying all the time and I'm just not enjoying my son because I'm just missing the fact that I don't have another baby, which doesn't really help anything because then you're missing out on your current baby. (laughs) So um, I uh, I was just crying out to the Lord during worship and it was during um, the No Longer Slaves to Fear Mm -hmm. song. I don't know if that's the exact title, but Mm -hmm. by Jonathan David Helzer Mm -hmm. and I was just I think someone had Champion for the moment because he was still pretty little. And I don't... Even now, I don't get very much... That's why I worship at home with the kids going wild. Because if I'm at church, I'm pretty much corralling them all in. And I'm not really paying attention to worshiping. Because, like... Well, I have... My 19-month-old will be climbing up on the stage and trying to be, you know, getting into something. Or (laughs) anyway. So, I... I was just crying out to the Lord and I just closed my eyes and I had just had my hands in the air or whatever. like, And I just felt like the Lord showed me a picture of when the line was like when you spread the seas so I can walk right through it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I just had, I was just angry and sad and I just felt like I had a whole seas worth of that just all built up over that time. Mm-hmm. And also anything that... Anything bad that had happened my whole life all of a sudden was just even worse, which sure. <laughs> I've had a pretty blessed life without very much that was even that hard, or bad, but it was just all magnified in that season. And then um, I just felt like the Lord just showed me a sea of all that, hmm. and then he just I just felt like he was holding my hand and walking through to the other side of that. and then after after I just like kind of it in my mind, i was I was seeing that then. I just felt like i could just put a close to that chapter of just being depressed and sad and angry about everything and anything (laughs) that had ever happened and then um yeah and then i just after from that day i just i mean i'm crying about it now but i'm not i was not quite so deeply hurting about it and then which was great because a couple years later we got pregnant again two more times and lost both those babies but then Six months I'd lost two babies in a row, and I was that I was like, Okay, Lord, you got me through losing the first baby. <laughs> and during that time, the Lord had just been talking to Christian about we're gonna have more children. And I was like, Okay, well, oof, that's great, but Lord, you haven't told me that. And it's just really hard to be just trusting the Lord on your husband's word when you don't feel it's right in you, and you're right. the one that's yes. going through the hardship at the moment, which mm-hmm. not that it wasn't hard for him, but he just was going through it differently. So then, um, yeah. So he said, he felt like, oh yeah, we're going to have more children. I'm like, eh, well, that's, that's well and good for you, but I think I need the Lord to, to talk to me about it, which he didn't. But, um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I got pregnant, I got pregnant again in 2017 and I was just so excited. And then I lost that baby, but I was like, okay, well, I've lost a baby before. And they're with Jesus now and like, maybe I'm just going to have a whole collection of babies with Jesus that I won't have to spank or train or ever yet. I can just, you know, when I, someday when I go to heaven, I can just have children to have coffee with and have good conversation with there and not have to worry about potty training or anything (laughs) like that. I was like, well, okay. And then, um, after we lost the, the third baby, I was like, okay, Lord please either don't let me get pregnant again or let me keep the next one. Like, come on, can we make a deal? As if the Lord really makes deals with us (laughs) like that. (laughs) But um, then after that, I got pregnant again with Zoe. And then, um, then we found out that she was a girl, which was strangely hard because I knew I had a girl in heaven. I was like, well, how do you like... Mm-hmm. how do you process that? Which, you, you just trust the Lord, really. And then, um, I didn't miss the other two as much, because I only would have gotten one out of the deal anyway. Like, if you get pregnant three times in nine months.
1: Because then, of the timing of it, but you're the saying. Timing, then, okay.
2: But through that, I just kept listening to No <laughs> Longer Slaves to Fear. And also, the song by Chris Kualala, Miracles, it's called. Uh, um, yes. We just listen to that a lot. And then, um, during, when I was when I was pregnant with Zoe, they thought the doctor thought because I just went to the doctor and was like, "Listen, I've lost already three babies, and I know you don't take anything seriously until you've lost three, because that's what the doctor said. Do. Well, it's kind of normal to lose one. I'm like, you should never be normal to lose a baby <laughs> in miscarriage, but until there's three lost, they don't really medically take things that seriously. So I was like, okay, please take this seriously. And so they put me on a medication, which I didn't need for the whole pregnancy that was blood thinners. And I was able to be pregnant with her. And that was really hard because I was giving myself a jab once a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of, and But then through it, I was I just felt like one day I was, I just woke up in the middle of the night and had God time and cried and prayed. and. Two-way journaling with the Lord, and I just felt like with her that He was just going to give me new joy and new life in the next season. So that's why we ended up naming her Zoe Joy because that means life and, and joy. That's so
0: cool.
3: So, okay, so you had Zoe, and then it was just what, like three months later?
2: Yeah, we had Zoe, and we were like, okay, this is wonderful. Two, we can do two kids. Two kids is okay. Like. You know we've got a boy and a girl like we've got the <laughs> the dream <laughs> one of each and then um yeah and then one day I was like I think I might be pregnant I'm like do I want to be pregnant if I if I don't then I'm just going to change my attitude and be pregnant be happy because
0: I've been waiting this long.
2: <laughs> and then I took a pregnancy test and I was like, no. But then I took one a week later and I figured it out like three weeks, like whatever the amount of time it is that you can figure it out. And then I was like, man, why was I in such a hurry. Now I've got like, I've got the whole nine months to look forward to this. But then, um, yeah, we were pregnant. I felt I was pregnant four months at Wednesday was four months and then her pregnancy was just a dream because part of the way through, three months in to being pregnant with Zamira, the doctor we went to looked at all of my file and was like, you know, I don't know if it's really necessary for you to be on on this medicine, and I'm like, are you serious? (laughs) I just took medicine for the last pregnancy religiously and it's not necessary mm-hmm. and then i was like okay well lord thank you that you gave me my daughter out of the deal because that's the only reason why it would be worth it mm-hmm. exactly and then we went to syracuse and they looked at everything and said yeah that that wasn't necessary you can be off the medicine and so then i got off the medicine and then it was like i blinked and then she was ready to come pretty because yeah. it was and then I already told how we named her, about but her name, yeah. after when we saw the meeting, cause like for me, I was just like, well, we've got, got the life and the joy. And then after like, you've been through hard in my head, I was like, well, champion's name, champion. Cause that's what Christian ch- just loved the name. But when I was thinking about it, I felt like the Lord was giving me just my kid's name were kind of my journey in mm-hmm. being a mom because. He just won the game, and there was no trouble at all. He just came fine, and yeah, he was just our little champion. And then with Zoe, like each time, God just kind of talked me about their names, and they just were significant. And then with her, I was like, well, if I've got my life and the joy back after having Zoe, then I just felt like a song was was just next on the list. You know? Yeah, Yeah, that's
3: awesome.
2: so
0: fun yeah <laughs> she's like yeah i'm, I'm your song i'm yeah. your song yeah and, and she
2: just seems like like she's just always happy and sort of cooing so yeah right so and
0: cool. that's something that you've looked back at on their names like you realize that yeah. later right so that's really cool
2: and the other two we, we named all of them because i figured i don't want my kids walking around heaven with no names like i wait until i'm up there to like name them so we named the one that we lost the Second one we lost, we named Riley, because we had no idea, like we didn't feel any kind of either way. So Champion is convinced it's a brother because he just wants a brother to to have. So we named that baby Riley, which and I looked up later means valor and bravery. And I just felt like the Lord was like, just giving me like, okay, you can make it through this. You can be brave. And then with the last one that we lost, I just let Champion name the baby. I was like, you can you can name the baby, it's fine. And so he, the worship leaders that he was most into at the time were named Alice and Ruth, so the baby's name is Alice Ruth in heaven. And okay. he, yeah, my firstborn is definitely a worshiper. That's so cool. And that's, that's what was hard.
1: Yeah, thank you for sharing all of that with us. It is difficult. I'm crying over here, too. Yep, me too. And, <laughs> um yeah, I just think it's, it's very valuable to just to recognize God, even within that journey and just how he was there with you at the different times you mentioned and just close to you. Do you feel like even just the songs that you said, you know, like, I love how, how God uses different things to remind us that he's there, that he's, he's with us. And, when you were sharing about just that time when you were listening to the song and you felt like God gave you you know the picture of walking through the seas and him walking with you like that's just so sweet and i love how he how he meets us you know and and speaks speaks to our hearts speaks to your heart i think that it's easy to feel all the things that you felt you know like it's easy to feel alone and to feel Uh, depressed and to feel like it's never going to look any different, you know, and to be able to see the redemption of having three beautiful children. It's so cool. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Anytime I'm stressed, I'm like, be thankful. Oh yeah. (laughs) This is what you always wanted. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, all through, I pretty much could not get myself out of being sad or depressed. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, okay, the word of God says that God is good. So either he is good or he's lying to me. Right. So I just have to decide he is good whether I feel like it or I don't feel like it. Right.
3: Yeah. Which.
1: What would you say to someone who is, you know, kind of still in the middle? Obviously, you can still feel the emotion and you you can relive that and it was difficult, but you're kind of on the other other side of it and into probably other difficult things in life now. What would you say to someone that's kind of in that season where they don't see the end and they only feel kind of the despair?
2: I would say just hold on to God is good and don't give up hope mm-hmm. because you can just feel long and dark otherwise. Yeah. But I yeah, I don't know that I have any great advice other than just not giving up because I couldn't do it myself. The Lord decided to pick me up and yeah,
1: it's good. Okay. Let's transition a little bit and talk about being intentional. What are some things in your life that you do, whether it's books you read or specific things that you do to live with purpose?
2: I don't think any of the things I do are that exciting. <laughs> more more so I try and organize, be organized, so that I don't feel like I'm stressed out about stuff. Like I'll figure out what... I don't make a general menu, but like I figure out what food I'm making a couple days in advance. And and more food and laundry and...
1: Planning ahead. Planning
2: ahead is more what I do. To be intentional. I And this... With with my children, we just do more worship in the fall and winter, so I intentionally make sure I'm doing that. But that's a hard question to sound like, <laughs> especially doing stuff. But mostly, it's just planning out my my home, like planning out my outfit the day before, <laughs> that yes. kind of thing. Hey, I think that planning that out is... that there's clean clothes available for everybody. Totally, I lay, I lay yeah. them. I lay it all out on the coffee table because then, I our our living room is kind of like the everything room. Grand Central Station. Yeah, <laughs> it's the toy room. It's the the kids do all get you... dressed in there. I have like the diapers all lined up, so that's more just intentionally mommying stuff.
1: Well, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's what we want to know yeah. about. Like, so you do that the night before?
2: Often, yeah. Like a lot of yeah. days a lot or whatever. Of and
1: well it's a lot to have if it's you and three children like four people to get (laughs) dressed in the morning that's a lot (laughs) I have a hard enough time just myself sometimes
2: sometimes I like yeah I'll pack a usually we didn't today because grandma said she was gonna feed the kids but usually I'd like make sandwiches and organize lunch to bring with me I don't yeah, I'm kind of glad I'm homeschooling cuz I don't have to do that separately for four people. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. But I think there's something to like um yeah, setting out clothes the night before because then you can just
2: you just get in them. You just know
3: like what it is. And even even setting it out like 10 minutes before. Like even getting clothes out before I take a shower and just knowing like okay, these are the clothes I will be putting on after I take a shower. Like it's <laughs> I don't know. It's helpful. It's like just takes a little part of your brain and turns it off. And it's really nice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like how Charlotte was talking about a
1: few weeks ago about clearing the cobwebs. You know, like just when you know, then you have less kind of to think about and it's taken care of.
0: Right. The cobwebs of your mind. Yes. Kind of like what is taking your mental energy. Yes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, what someday
2: I will be intentional about reading more. <laughs> as soon as I sit down, or as soon as I actually, as soon as I go into the bathroom and close the door, then all the kids think it's family meeting time. <laughs> There's th- the three of them are lined up when I come out.
1: What do you love about being a mom?
2: I just love that I get these three people just to spend life with, and just get to know them. And
1: That's so cool.
2: Yeah. Seeing all, yeah, I love watching all the different stages that they're learning. It's not all fun and games, but definitely, yeah. From when I was really young, I just God, I was given the desire to be a mom, which once I got all three, when I first got Zamira home, I was like, Lord, why did you put this desire in me to have so many? Because I don't know if I'm able to handle all this, but yeah, I really just love that doing life with them. That's so
1: cool. Do you have, like, a favorite stage? Like, obviously, Champion's how
2: old. I, I did, I think probably at whatever stage they're in at the moment is That's my awesome. favorite. Because mm-hmm. I loved when I, when I had Champion, we had four years before the girls came along. So I just loved having that time, just him and I, where we could just do whatever we were buddies. We'd go off and do yes. fun adventures. And then um, now with with two little girls, it's fun because you can put them in frilly outfits really like you could put them in tutus or whatever <laughs> <laughs> they
1: well, they match they sometimes match right?
2: sometimes I did not anticipate loving matching them as much as I do Aww, <laughs> I beforehand was like why do people match their kids up like after <laughs> I was like hey, sorry lord <laughs> you said don't be judgy <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, repent yeah. for everything I judged anyone for now my whole life because I'm probably gonna end up you doing never that know. now exactly. <laughs> you yeah. never know. it is, All it have is, those it is fun to on Sunday just you know have them both in. they do have because they're so close together, there's sizes that are pretty similar. You can
0: dress them in mm-hmm. the same thing. So that's been really fun. So what has been the most challenging part of motherhood for you? Other than my other story, probably balancing mm-hmm. out, keeping
2: track of what everyone needs all at once. Usually it's Monday mornings, but like at some point everybody will be crying, all four of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. and. Yeah, bal- balancing the crying. <laughs> mm. Because she'll want a nurse, and Zoe just loves to be with me every minute that she's awake. She just is attached to my leg usually, and Champion's usually got some grand plan or adventure that he wants to go off on, so that's a bit of a challenge. And trying to get them transported places is a bit of a challenge, all three of them. Right. I, think I've got, I think I've got it sort of figured out have a baby carrier, have one holding a hand, and have another one holding a hand, and when you're getting in and out of stuff, just have them placed a certain way, and it just just forced me to be a lot more organized than I think I would have been a couple years ago. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, well, it's different, too, like, when you have, like, when Zamira was born, Zoe had just started walking, or? She
2: started Walking right a after? little bit before. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So like she was like, too confidently walking by the time Zayn yeah. was born, which I thought was going to be great because I thought, okay, yes, I can just have her hold my hand, and then we can do this. Like you know, I've got a walker, two walkers, and then I can just hold the other one. It was not as simple as I thought it was going to be because once they can walk, they can run the opposite direction. <laughs> right,
3: totally. <laughs> and they
2: can run surprisingly fast. <laughs>
3: I know. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, so but, it's you've done really well. Get you know, like you have to get them in and out of the car, and and it was winter too, like when, when she was born, and yeah. Yeah. That can be challenging for sure.
2: And mm-hmm. she came two weeks early, which was kind of awesome. Because, yeah. well, his champion came two weeks later than expected, and that was a little long. And then, so he <laughs> came right on long. for due date. And then I was not expecting Samira to come two weeks early, so we weren't really prepared, which was great because my husband is really helpful when I'm not prepared, and he just did it all for me. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. But normally I'm prepared, it. so
2: then he, uh, well, I've already done it, but if I'm not prepared, then he took care of everything. You are literally like the movies running or like, you know, when in the movies, like the woman goes into labor and run around in a flutter because nothing's taken care of. We did that. Like, okay, how long have you been labor? Where's your diaper bag? Where's, is everything pulled together? Like, nope, nope, nothing's pulled together. So
0: (laughs) yeah.
3: Okay. Since you're telling this, you have to go back and talk about how at the first part of you being in labor, how you were trying to tell your husband that you were and then like a few hours later you were telling him and he was like wait why didn't you tell me yeah you just have to tell that little okay, story okay well
2: i <laughs> he was doing his taxes and he's just well he's a normal man and he was focused on the taxes he wasn't really paying attention to anything else and he wanted to do it well so he i went into labor probably say 7:30 and like at 7:45 I was like babe i think i'm in labor and he's like okay, can you send this tax paper? <laughs> so I signed it. And then I was like, okay, well, it's usually a little while. So I'll just wait a bit. And then probably about half an hour. I'm like, babe, I'm, I'm in labor. He's like, okay. And then <laughs> A couple hours after that, I was just, I don't know why i wasn't a little bit more forceful, but I just didn't feel like it. I think I was just focusing on It's like, I'm busy. (laughs) And he's busy, so we'll just figure it out when it gets (laughs) to work. Then all of a sudden, I was deep breathing because my contractions were a couple minutes apart. And then he all of a sudden jumps up. We were in bed watching a show. And then he all of a sudden jumps out of bed and he's like, What's going on? The last time you were breathing like that, you were in labor. Are you in labor? How long have you been in labor for? Have you been timing it? Where's the app? Like, have you been timing how far apart they are? Like, it's fine. It's because by then I was all relaxed because I'd already been in labor for a couple hours. And then he's like, "Okay, well, where's your where's your hospital bag?" I'm like, "I was planning on packing it tomorrow because."
1: You were still a couple couple weeks away,
2: right? (laughs) And so then, um yeah. So that was kind of funny.
3: I just love that. But yeah, it it
2: just—it was such a blessing from the Lord because it kind of just took me by surprise. So it wasn't like, it didn't feel long and drawn out and horrible. It was kind of just a surprise. We're doing this, (laughs) right? Yeah. That's great. But it was pretty funny that he had no idea. And then he was—I was like, okay, now I'm gonna take a shower. He's like, well, if you're in labor, you should probably like. She'd be doing stuff I'm like, I'm going to take a shower because the other ones I did not take a shower. And I, the whole time, all I was thinking about was I wish I had a shower. So I'm <laughs> doing this right now.
0: Yeah, there you go. Her,
2: well, it's usually a couple, like, yeah, mm-hmm. but she, she came pretty fast. It was seven hours from when I first said, I think I'm in labor yep. <laughs> to wow. when she came out.
3: Great. So. Um, so right now I am almost 40 weeks pregnant <laughs> just for our listeners to know, um, And every time I take a shower, I'm like, oh, good, I'm ready, like, for if I go into labor. Like, I have my shower to, like, you know, go to the hospital and be clean, and even though then I usually would probably take a shower again at the hospital. Anyway.
2: And she was supposed to be born in March, so when um, we went and got the kids to take them to grandmas at midnight, I could have had my husband go up and get them. I was like, no, I'm going to go out and get Champion because I felt like... I don't know. We're just buddies. So I just in labor. I walked up the stairs and had like four contractions going up our little flight of stairs. I'm like, no, I'm going to get my son and tell him. I was like, come on, champion, it's time to wake up. We're we're going to the hospital. Mommy's going to have a baby. He's like, no, you can't have the baby yet. It's not March. The baby's coming in March. I'm like no, oh. no, the baby is coming tonight. And he's like, no, the baby can't come till
0: March. <laughs> oh. So I like
2: helped him out of bed, and then he, after that, he was like, okay,
0: we're all fine. right. <laughs>
1: Income in February. That's
2: the the story of that. Okay, can we go
1: back a little bit? And I love... Now that we've covered all the hard stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, right. I loved just hearing when you were sharing about the hard seasons that you've gone through. And just... Yeah, you just obviously have a sweet relationship with the Lord. And I love hearing just how He speaks to you and how He's close to you. And can you tell us more about that? Tell us about when you first, when you first knew the Lord?
2: I first knew the Lord. Well, my parents raised us all loving the Lord. And when I was, it is actually really a funny story that most of the time I would be like, Oh man, that's not a cool salvation story. It's not like I was in, I don't know, a bad situation. (laughs) And all of a sudden I was magically saved. Yes. But um, when I was a teenager, I was like, Oh man, I've got like one of those like, you know, I just always loved Jesus and had a good relationship with them. And here I am still loving Jesus. But when I was, I was probably about four or five. Um, I was actually being really naughty. My mom was talking on the phone and she was just trying to do her thing. And I was just being like, really as a four or five year old, we just, you know, when your mom's on the phone, just wanting to be with her <laughs> right. and pulling on her mom, mom. And then I don't always remember, but I remember like, she was, she just turned to be in instead of like scolding me, she said, listen, you just gotta get saved. And I was like, oh, okay, how do I get saved? (laughs) And I don't think that was really what she was thinking. She was just like, kind of like, okay, I've had enough. (laughs) But then after she just sat down with me and prayed with me and um, just walked me through, um, asking Jesus to come in my heart. And I can literally say like from that day till now, I've just always had a relationship with the Lord and I just have been really blessed to grow up. I grew up in a home where we just went to church and read the Bible, and just had a good environment of just having that be a, what was always going on. And we went to we went to the Catch the Fire Church, which is just yeah, that was. Then when I was later, <laughs> we'll just say later, I went to the Catch the Fire School of Ministry, and that really deepened my relationship with the Lord, just learning how to two-way journal, like Mark Berkler tells you how to, Mm. and you just, I still do the actions.
1: (laughs) That's so cool. Can you tell us a little more about it, more
2: specifically? You just, um, well, you just focus your attention on, you get a piece of paper and a pen, and you just write down all the stuff that's on your mind first, like your laundry that you need to get done, and get that all out of the way first, and then I would put on some like calm worship music, and then just focus on... Jesus and the action is you just go stillness and you focus on Jesus and then um, just clear your mind kind of and spontaneous positive thoughts that come to your mind, just write them all down and then after that look at at what is there and usually it's something positive and encouraging from the Lord for me. and I Sometimes I'll just sit down and write like, Lord, what do you want to say to me today and Then just write down whatever comes to my mind. It's really... That's not the best way to explain it, but that's usually how it works. It's very practical. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do that every day? I will be honest. I don't end this season, but I have in the past done it every day. And and it really... It's something I want to be more intentional to do. Mm -hmm. Because I always... We're often talking
1: about that. Like how to... How to make those things like just a way of life and our time with the Lord and things like that. And um I think that I'm always talking about how like I don't want to feel guilty about the fact that I don't do exactly these pie-in-the-sky ideas of what it could be. I do be. in my
2: head, though. Like if I have a minute when I'm not doing something else or thinking about something else, then I just like focus on the Lord. I'm like, Lord, what do you want to talk to me about right now? And then... After, I'm like, man, why didn't I write that down? I would be so encouraged later to read this. But he'll just, you know, like, yeah. in the still small voice of your heart, just say, like, I love you and you're doing good or, yeah, like, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that's really, aw- like, I love how practical that is because I think that it's easy, like, you're a busy mom and you have a school-age child and you're homeschooling him and you have like you're saying they're not twins but they're really close in age so it's you you have a lot going on and so i love just the idea that maybe another mom listening could be like oh like just doing I, it
2: in her head is really <laughs> yeah i don't really, have to really necessarily do sit down my... for an
1: hour to no. hear what the lord's saying that's that's
0: amazing mm-hmm. so yeah. good love it so you mentioned that you um lived in canada So what does your, so your entire family lives in Canada now? So what does the relationship look like that's long distance? Like, how are you intentional in that relationship with your family?
2: Well, it definitely helps having kids because you want to have your kids know their grandparents and aunts and uncles and stuff like that. So we call them a lot.
1: She wants to let you know. She's one of those She's kids. She's one of
2: those kids. <laughs> um, we go up probably every couple of months up there. And you should let everyone know we're coming up, and then we just all get together. And I I have texting. This is going to be hilarious. I have texting Tuesdays where I, like, every Tuesday, I, like, text all my sisters up there.
0: Oh, and I just say, like,
2: that. how are you doing? That's very
3: (laughs) intentional and
2: amazing. Right, yeah. (laughs) It doesn't always, I mean, they have busy lives too, but yeah, I do that. Now they're going to (laughs) know. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Texting Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) 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 And um, I just have a really good relationship with my mom. Where We're just really good friends, so we probably talk about every other day about something. I'm usually like, Mom, how did you do this so well with five kids and I'm struggling with three kind of thing. Oh, Yeah. And she always just says, well, I don't remember it being hard. I just remember loving raising my children. When you are older and you have grandkids, you're just going to remember loving raising your children. So I'm yeah. keeping that in my mind. Like, I'm not going to remember that it was hard when they, you know, peed on the floor because they didn't want to go on the potty. I'm going to remember that mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I, um, and they're really, yeah, we go up. And my mom comes down about every couple months, too. So nice.
3: Um, I think that's interesting what you said about that, about like the older, that your mom didn't remember the harder times. Because just recently I was in a room with some older and some younger ladies and the older ones were all saying, oh, we don't remember, we don't remember this part and we just remember it was all... It was all good. Like it was crazy, but it was good and it was wonderful and and you know like the younger ones are talking about like the hard parts mm-hmm. and just like the more difficult times of having younger kids. And so it's cool to think that like okay, yeah, it might be hard right now, but I'm not going to I'm not going to look back and look at the hard times. I'm going to look back and see the positive things that happened. So it's cool. Yeah. I
1: love too that like we need all. Like it's nice to hear those older women that are doing that, but it's also nice to hear like our peers that are in the same place and like, okay, I'm not the only one who is maybe struggling with this or whatever. So, it's yeah. cool.
3: It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun that Elizabeth also has something in common with us marrying guys from a different country. Although she moved to the guys country instead okay. of yeah, where we had our guys move to us, I mean, eventually, I guess you did live there though, too.
2: I don't think there was any way Christian was ever going to move to Canada, so it was in the deal. <laughs> it was part of the deal. It was part of the deal. Yep, <laughs> which had worked out fantastic for me because I love living around here. <laughs> but well, it was we scary. Love it was you scary live here. the thought of leaving what you always know and right. moving
0: yeah, to a I new spot. And I'm
2: not generally that. Ad- I wouldn't call myself that adventurous, so it felt like a big adventure.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, it's I a big change. It yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you're not crazy. Like I'm just saying, it's a crazy change in your life. Like that happened for sure. Yeah.
0: Was it hard? Like the first first couple years or however long. When you first, after you got married, you moved here, right? Right after you got married?
2: We got married here and then sent in all the immigration stuff. That was hard, was the immigration stuff, because I had no idea what to expect with immigration stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that was just the hard part. And my family is only six hours away, so they could come visit. So that that's definitely a bonus.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure. But, so but as far as, are you visit, asking,
2: but, Wendy, was, are
1: you asking as far as like, whatever, like new friends, new town. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Like just moving here. And I'm assuming like you knew maybe Christian's family, but you didn't know any other families around here, right? No, I didn't.
2: Yeah. 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 It was adjustment. I am. I, I don't mind having a smaller group of People, though it's not. It's, I don't need an entire village to know me to be happy. So, mm-hmm. with a small group of friends, is really where well, I'm most content. So, once I got a few, then I'm. I was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does make sense, but yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah.
1: I think there's people. Uh, yeah, I think it, we're all different, and I think that's great. Like, and I love. Like, I love that you know yourself. That you're not like oh, I only have, like, a few friends. I need to find more. Like, I think that to know that, no, I'm, I'm good with that. Like, right. I think yeah. it's so good to know yourself and just be, be good. Be you. I love it.
0: Right. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, Elizabeth, we like to ask each of our guests what's good about today. Well, what's good
2: about today is that I'm here, and it's fall, and it's crisp out, and it's almost... It's almost Canadian Thanksgiving. That's oh, one of my favorite. That is very fun. Because I can just go out and hang out with my family at the cottage for the weekend. So that's what's good about today is that I'm getting ready to go out there. <laughs> last last week there was a huge thunderstorm and Champion woke up and came down not scared. He just wanted to make sure I was okay.
0: Oh, yeah, oh so, so sweet of him. Up,
2: so, and then... Aww. When he came down, as soon as he walks down the stairs, the girls share room and they woke up. And it was just so, it felt like such a God just smiling at me moment. Because here I was on the couch snuggling all three of my children that a few years ago I didn't know I was going to get to have. And I was like, thank you God, this is just, I could just, as I was sitting there snuggling them all under the blanket. And of course, Chapton was worried that the, you know, the power was going to go out. And then we wouldn't be able to have the internet and then we wouldn't be able to watch the worship movie that we, were watching, uh-huh. or, that we were watching, and that was just so cool, like, just different stuff like that I feel like God's been giving me lately, where if I just pay attention
0: right.
2: to the moment I'd just be, like, yes. thankful for what I've got and just pay attention, then he just smiles at me, and it's like, there you go, like, just remind you, like, yeah, you are blessed and you're loved. and
1: That's beautiful.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, was, that wasn't today, but that was definitely good in the last week.
1: Well, Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming. This has been really fun and so much good stuff. I love that God is just working in you. And I love the, just the story of hope and the story of, of redemption. Like I love knowing that God is always good. Even when the end of the story isn't, isn't something amazing like you have, but I love that just that he has redeemed that and you have the three children you have and I know that he will continue to just teach you and grow you. And yeah, we really appreciate you coming and being here mm-hmm. with us today.
3: And yeah, appreciate your rawness and vulnerability with us. Cause that's not always easy to do, especially when they're being recorded. It can be a little bit intimidating. So thank you. Mm-hmm.
2: You're
0: welcome. <laughs> this well,
2: is everybody. just me. I'm just, yeah. I don't have enough energy to be fake,
0: so you're going to get vulnerable (laughs) because that's just what I am. I love it. That's great.
1: All right, well, have a good day. Have a good day. Have a good day.
3: day. (laughs)
0: intentional with having a relationship with them like long term like what does that look like long distance distance. (laughs) how do you you have a a long long term -term relationship with your mother